And now, the starting lineup for your daily dribble. He goes fat lamb harder in the paint each and every week. Go ahead and give it up for Liam Hancock. He's got a 98% laugh rate. Easily the most humble member of this lineup. And he's not too bad on the eye either. It's Roe Hancock. And as always, he calls the shots and he hits the shots. A man affectionately referred to as Diesel, your host, Nick Zamet. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Joined once again by none other than what is going on, guys? Liam here. Yeah, hi guys, right here. How are we? Very well, fellas. Happy Fourth uh, of July. Happy Fourth of July. Very much so. The two hundred forty-fourth here. Yeah, nine seventeen seventy-six. Off the was, top of your head. Or? Yeah, top yeah. of the head. The thirteen <laughs> colonies uh, separated from England. So yeah, happy Fourth of July to all of our American listeners out of there. You're a bit of a history buff, aren't you, Nick? I did all right in history at school, yeah. but that's neither here nor there. Uh, as I said, happy 4th of July, but once again, our thoughts and prayers with everyone in the US at the minute in these mm. trying times. Yeah. Um, we've got a big episode, though, in store today, guys. Hopefully, it's something to take your mind off what's going on in the real world. But today, we'll, uh, we'll recap some odds and ends from around the league during the week. Uh, we'll have another instalment of Top 5. And we've also got a, a little guest on today. Who we got? A friend of the show and friend of mine, personal friend, uh, Gilly DeSouza. I got him on for, uh, not only is he a huge basketball fan, but he's also lived in America, okay. um, in Boston, yep. but has is now living in Australia. So I just wanted to get his, um, I guess, take on the differences living between the two, mm. uh, the impact. Uh, it was Boston he grew up in, so okay. the impact living in such a sport and basketball focused mm. um city had on his upbringing and yeah just a couple of other little quick questions so yeah that should be a bit of fun looking forward to getting him on the line shortly uh before we get into that guys a big thank you for staying up to date with all of our social media channels facebook instagram youtube tiktok and twitter uh and as well for hitting that subscribe button we're continuing to see good growth this week mm. so keep that coming but uh this week's little call to action so this week, I want each of you guys to tell one friend about the podcast. Share the word, share the name, get it out there, and let's... Uh... Us or the viewers? The viewers, sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. you're Everyone. Looking, you're looking at us yeah, directly like, in the eyes. I would love to hold a buddy fair few of my friends. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But all the listeners out there, one friend. If you don't have any friends, tell your mum, tell your dad. Tell your dog. Tell there a random guy on the street. <laughs> it's fine. There you go. Anyone and everyone. Beautiful. Now that that's out of the way, let's do some. We'll, we'll run through these odds and ends pretty quickly, I reckon, today, fellas. Yeah, right, yeah. But uh, first one I've got here. During the week, it was announced for all of our Australian and specifically Tassie listeners, hmm. uh, we'll now have an NBL team. Oh, exciting. Uh, the, the NBL Australia's top um, basketball competition. It's been, it's been about 20 years or so since Tas Tasmania had a, a team in the top flight. But, uh, yeah, it was announced during the week that come next season for the 21-22 NBL season, we will have a team. About uh, time. Based out at the Derwent Entertainment Centre in uh, Glenorchy there, there's going to be a huge redevelopment of that whole Wilkinson's Point precinct. Um, I believe there's hotels, shopping centres, massive upgrades going on there. But uh, for us fellas, it's uh, more than exciting, isn't it? Very It'll be wicked to be able to experience and see a bit of a top-flight ball. It's pretty uplifting news, considering that the NBL has had a few hits over the last few months due to the coronavirus situation. So, you know, being able to have a team of our own down here in little old Tassie, it's, it's a good feeling. How many exciting. games would we get down here, do you reckon? I believe, I did hear the other day, I think down here we'll get 13. That's bloody good. And I good. think it's two or three of them will be played up north, up in Launceston. Oh, well, that's not many. I just want to, hopefully we see Boogie play. Oh, well, I call him Boogie, but Andrew Bogut. Boogie Cousins? <laughs> Get nah. him down here. Me, I, I don't know. Me and Ro grew up calling him Boogie. Yeah, yeah for some reason, I don't know. Andrew Boogie, Andrew Bogut. There well, we go. Well, we may well re-sign or 
be picked up by. Ta- imagine sure. him getting picked up by the new Tassie team. Oh, mm. big signing. We'd be paying him half of our economy, I reckon. We would do. Well worth mm. it though. Mm. On onto the NBA. Um, some unfortunate news for the uh the Pacers. Um, Victor Oladipo has decided to sit out um for the remainder of the season to um just fully recover for the next season. Big hit for mm. Indiana, isn't it? Mm. Um, I suppose the only consolation is they've spent most of the season performing well without him. Mm. Uh, would have been nice to see him suit up in Orlando, but... He is going to travel along with them, but he's just not playing. And, I mean, Pace is a fifth at the moment, and that was, like you said, for a majority of the season, he wasn't there. So, they still... Could they do some damage? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Are they going to stay put, or are they going to slip down? I think they'll stay put. But Who are they coming up against in the first round? Uh, at the minute, they would have a matchup against like the Heat or someone. It would be the it'd be the Heat at the yeah. minute. Um, they're currently well, they're tied for win percentage with Philly. So to be honest, Philly will probably jump them. Hmm. Um, so we'd probably be looking at a matchup with Boston, which I don't think. Well, who knows? I guess that ties in with the news that Gordon Haywood. Is also won't be playing in Orlando. No, he's or he's not. Ex- well, the should thing, they should they go to the playoffs? He's if um, the thing with Gordon Haywood, he's going to leave the bubble if they're still playing sometime in September, which is when his um, fourth child is due. So pending for, baby. When, I don't... We spoke about the other week, didn't we? When the the playoffs begin, didn't we? I, off the top of the scone, I can't remember the oh, exact date, but oh, sometime in September, I think I can't exactly remember. But whether he's there or not, I believe the Celtics will pretty handedly uh, probably six games against the Pacers, five six games. Yeah. I respect him for this, though, Gordon Hayward. This is because he's staying for as long as he he possibly can. Yeah. He's not just he's not just leaving them in the dirt. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. No, it's yep. well, it's and he is vital in that um, Boston lineup. He is, so there's two big-name players not attending. Uh, also, a player's not attending, Rockets forward Tarbo Cephalosha won't be going yeah. to Orlando. Um, so just a minor note there, but another player who won't be attending. As well as DeAndre Jordan, mm. uh, himself and Spencer Dinwiddie during the week tested positive for the coronavirus. Yeah. Jordan has said he won't be going to Orlando, and Dinwiddie's still unclear if he's going or not. Mm. Kind of comes back to the the point we had last week. I'd be handy now. I'd be looking all right if they had Serge Barker in the team, wouldn't it? Yeah, bloody oath it would be. But uh, yeah, so that's not ideal for the Nets, and I think that effectively their their chooks pretty much cooked. Oh, that gives even more chance for my Wizards to jump up. Hopefully in that eighth spot at least over Orlando or the Nets. That whole bottom three, Orlando, Nets, Washington's going to be a bit of a, a dogfight, isn't it? You know, how many games are, are Washington behind? So Washington at the minute are, well, they're, they're five and a half games behind Orlando. And they have a pretty much, apart from John Wall, of course, a very healthy lineup. Like, no one's opting out, are they? But Bertans isn't attending oh, either. Ah, Bertie. Bertie yeah. Beadle. <laughs> He's, um, that's a little spanner in the works. I forgot about that. So, mm. yeah, regardless of who it is. Would you put them over one of those? Oh, I'd probably have them over the Nets at the minute, but in saying that, they're six, yeah. six games back of the Nets. Doesn't they won't be coming games. back, unfortunately. So, But regardless, they're either going to get sweeped by the Bucks or the Raptors. Yeah, um, but do you think... Any of three of those teams. Do you think, like, if a team like Washington made it into the play, playoffs, of course they're going to get sweeped, but it, there is some redeeming value from getting in, to getting into the playoffs, or is that just me? It like, makes it more attractive for players going there. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, their cap space is pretty heavily tied up within Wall and Bill. But just, like, personal achievements for the team, I think. I, yeah. I, at least I've always thought it's... Uh, it's better being in the playoffs, isn't it, than yeah. not, but it's going to be minimal when you get sweeped 4-0 by uh, the Bucks. Yeah. Um, on other news, though, our free agent Justin Anderson, he is signing with the Nets. Uh, Jordan Bell, who was a former championship winner with the Warriors, uh, he's going to the Cavs after being waived by the Grizzlies in March, and the deal for him is two years. Uh, the Lakers have also officially signed J.R. Smith. Yeah, which, news. Uh, I tell you what, though, when you look at it, this team, it's a bit of a meme team, isn't it? You've it got JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, you've now got J.R. Smith with Caruso, all these blokes. It's a pretty um, Rondo. 
Rondo as well, yeah. It's a funky bunch, isn't it? Mm, it's going to be entertaining to watch them all on the court at the same time, hopefully. So, It's incredible they're top of the, top of the West, aren't they? Arguably mm. one of, if not the best team in the league. Mm. With this, um, they're just so stacked. They oh, are. That's a thing. Like, they've yeah. got all these fan favourites, don't they? All of yeah. those guys are cult figures for for the teams that they've played for in the past. And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Did you mention Coos? I didn't mention well. Coos. He's there. He's crazy hair. Yeah, mm. crazy Coos. Um, sorry, I'll just double back quickly on players not going. I forgot to mention this one last week. I had it in my notes, but slipped the mind. Mm. Uh, Mavs guard Courtney Lee. Uh, suffered a calf injury that required surgery, so he will also not be attending Orlando. He's not going. Okay. Did uh, we, um, I'm guessing we all saw, just quickly, the new 2K covers? We did. Yes. Happy with them? Very. I'm, happy, I'm very happy with Lillard. He, he deserved he it. well deserved. Zion. He's getting some serious backlash now. People are turning on him somewhat because of this, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Are they 19, turning on him? Nineteen games in, and he's already got a cover. Whereas I know LeBron it took. Like, didn't take like nine hundred something. Yeah, yeah, it was some absurd number. I know, but the, the the thing that people are forgetting are that he's the next gen cover, yeah, and he's the next generation yeah. of superstar NBA players we're expecting anyway. I I like it. I don't have any issue with it, to be honest with you. And for the league, it's a smart move because they're in a bit of a financial crisis mm. with the China debacle earlier this year that mm. it's kind of been put in the back burner because it's insignificant to the coronavirus and everything else that's gone on. They lost a lot of money due to that, due to the virus and everything going on. It's probably best like cash in on this marketability while they, yep. like, they've still got another 10, 15 years to uh, make the most of the Zion cash cow, but why not start early? For 19 games, wouldn't you... I don't know about me, because I'm a bit conflicted by it. Wouldn't you rather maybe a Luca or Trey? Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum, yeah. Who's... I think they'll they'll all get their go within the next few yeah. years, for, for sure. Um, but the best of all, that Kobe cover. That yeah, incredible. M- and I know you pre-ordered Rose it, pre-ordered didn't you? With Express, with Express shipping, no less. Jeez, so. oh, I need it. <laughs> don't tell. Don't say how much. It was yeah, can, was it like one fifty? It was one fifty Australian. Australian. Yeah. Um, so you're forking, you're forking out a bit extra for it, but at the same time, well worth it. And, and you also have a nice jump start on 2K on my career, my team. A lot of virtual currency, yeah. And we're not even sponsored by 2K. And we're if only. There. We'll get <laughs> in touch with them ASAP, Lee. Uh, in other news, the NBA is considering delaying um, broadcast to centre trash talk, this per Tim Reynolds. Um, just to... Well, to be honest, I don't like this. Hmm. I think it takes away from the emotion of the game. I'd lo- there's nothing more than seeing... I love seeing videos of players talking smack, yeah. getting into one another, hmm. and I think it just detracts from the overall feeling and emotions within a game. Yeah, Authenticity, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So. Um, it was released recently, um, the the approved statements for the players to put on their, their back, the back of their jersey. I'm not going to say them all because there's about... 20 or 30 of them, but check, check them out on our Instagram. Um, the Daily Dribble 23. Uh, we it. put up a post just before mm. um, where you can see the list of approved things that can be put on the back of the jerseys. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, good stuff there. And also, just quickly, the league is close, close to approving a second bubble uh, in Chicago. This to enable the eight teams not, atten- not attending Orlando uh, I guess to set up mini training camps and, I guess, scrimmages against one another. Mm. The target date for this is September. So okay. that's nice for these teams because there would have been a nine-month layoff mm. had they have not got any of these reps in. It's good that they've got something now, um, you know, a couple of training runs and things like that, some decent competition. I do like that. It's a, it's an optional bubble, isn't it? It's it's certainly not compulsory. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard that um, Steph Curry and Trey Young are... Among the names who have agreed to um, enter that hub, um, so of going, yeah, of yeah, going to Chicago. So, yeah, Chicago, yeah, in Chicago. Yeah. Is it in Chicago? In the Windy City. Oh, okay, so no, I like that. So, so the they'll be playing against each other, like just for yeah. scrimmages, but it, just won't be broadcasted or anything. From what I believe, no. Okay. But uh, I'm sure more details will come to fruition once this is confirmed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, good stuff there. That's Very good. good, I like that. Do you fellas have anything else? No, that's about it. That's all from me. Beautiful. A quick odds and ends there, guys. We wanted to rip through it so we can move on to our 
our next segment, an interview with a friend of the show and friend of mine, Gilly DeSauza. The one and only. So, just quickly before we get him on the line, uh, I met Gilly, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, he came from America as an import to our soccer team down at Kingborough. Um, we hit it off straight away with our love for sports and um, I guess various sports, basketball, mm. um uh, I'm trying to think. Well, he's a big AFL fan now. Soccer, is, soccer, right? Um, Very good. But yeah, so we hit it off. He since he's currently living on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, but we we chat pretty much every day. He's he is in exciting news moving back to Tassie at the end of July. But as I said, we just wanted I wanted to get him on the line today. Not only is he a big basketball fan, but also with the uh, Fourth of July, we wanted to chat to an American. Yeah. Um, just chat about his experiences growing up in Boston, what life was like, and the, I guess, comparisons between the US and Australia. Yeah, So, without further ado, here's my man, Gilly DeSauza. Oh, fire away. Here we go. Let's hope he answers. Here he is. G'day, mate. Here he is. How are you guys? Gilly, welcome (laughs) to the Daily Dribble Podcast, my man. <laughs> You're joined here by myself, Lee, and Roy. How's it going, Gills? Hey, Gilly, nice you to meet you, mate. Good to meet you guys soon, hopefully. Yeah, right, absolutely. We were. Ju- I was just saying that, just uh, giving a bit of a backdrop of how we met through Kingbra, um, and how, in exciting news, you will be back to Tassie uh, at the end of the month. Yeah, it will be. It will be exciting. Hopefully, I wish it could be earlier. The borders opened up a little earlier, but have to be patient now. That's it, my man. Well, we wanted to um, get you on today. Just to, we wanted to have a chat, a chat to an American Fourth of July today, um, and just yeah. discuss a little bit about the differences between Australia and the US. Um, growing up in such a basketball-centered city, what that was like, and yeah, a couple of things like that. Yeah, oh, that's easy. Awesome, good stuff. So we'll we'll get into it here. I just wanted to uh, start with um, with yourself, like growing up in the US. What was what was that like for you, and the impact basketball had on you growing up? I think it's it's interesting because I would say I'm was the first in my family to really play basketball. Uh, mom and dad came from Brazil, had no idea what basketball was. Dad only knew because of Jordan, and he was a big Jordan fan. But growing up in Boston, there's no other way around it. I guess you can say in the summer, every basketball court outside is packed. If you any friends that you have always end up going to whatever park to play one on one, three on three, or five on five. Yeah. Yep. And then as you get older, you start realizing, like, towards high school age, you play outside no matter what. And if you want some respect, basically, from the older kids, you have to be good at basketball. <laughs> did, did you get that respect? Did you play much? Uh, so I started playing. I started playing a little later. I started playing when I was in sixth grade. But I'd generally say I, I was probably terrible. Like, I had no <laughs> Join the club. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't make a layup. But then I just started going to the park every day and playing. That's where I improved a little bit. But I probably, like, like you said... The differences from Australia to the States is, all right, growing up, my friends considered now of Maryland's Noel, like I play with Noah Vonley, those are kids that like, wow. I grew up with. Jeez. I remember you telling me about that when you first came down to uh, down to Tassie, we were on the bus and you were telling me about that, and I was just blown away, like they're some high caliber players, and mm. yeah, it's um just just back on that, don't worry man, us three here, we can't make a layup still. No, I can. I know about <laughs> um, you. Oh, so... you stitched us up. Did, <laughs> hey, Gilly, did you get the sense pretty early on that those guys were going to, um, I guess, excel at basketball? They were a class it, above? It was a little different. When I, like, growing up with Nerlens, Nerlens was always taller than everybody, but he wasn't the tallest out of, like, the group of kids in the Everett community that we were with. There mm. was two other kids. Max was taller than he was, and he was really good at that age. Felix was around the same height that played soccer. He basically went to Italy, and he played for, like, the academy, and he played soccer with me after. But all those kids could play. The thing, Nerlens was really tall. He was he was a good athlete, but it was very different because most of the kids in, like, the 7th, 8th grade range yeah. were all really, really good players. Like, one of my closest friends, Kenny Collage, growing up, ended up chasing football after, but he was probably one of the best guards that I've seen come around, and he didn't even play basketball in college. He stopped playing in high school. Wow. Well, that's actually a good point. I wanted to ask you about that because Boston is such a like a sports-centered city, um, and I know from you, you're kind of 
career trajectory took you down the soccer path. Um, like, it, was it hard, gro- like, choosing between sports there? Uh, it's funny because um, in high school, I didn't play soccer. I stuck because I told my mom and dad, I was like, Mom, I'm going to play American football and I'm going to play basketball. Yeah, right on. And they were all like, oh, well, you've been playing soccer your whole life. Why not? And then in football, I was ranked 25th kicker in the U.S. Oh, really? Yeah, I was ranked 25th. I shot myself in the foot because I would go to Brazil for the summer when we had summer holidays to see family. Yep. And in the U.S., the biggest way of realizing or like uni is trying to offer you um is to go to like their camps when they invite you so you can kick in front of the coaches yeah and my junior going to senior year i came home back from brazil and i had about 30 letters on my table (laughs) and i was like mom what are all these like normally when you're a junior your mom's going through all your mail as soon as you get something 100 percent. and i was like mom why aren't you opening this she was like oh I didn't really want to look through them. I was like, so the only time you don't look through my mail <laughs> is now. The one time and I, I looked, need you to. Exactly. And I, I looked at them. I opened each one. And I had from Duke. I had Miami. Oh, wow. Uh, Syracuse, BC. And they're all basically invitations to go to the university, go kick in front of the coach. And if they were really interested, then they would basically give me a scholarship. But I missed all the dates because I was in Brazil. Oh, oh no. The worst oh, luck. So, yeah, so I was like, oh, what do I do now? I messaged some schools, and they were all like, oh, you were our first priority at the moment, oh. but we didn't hear back from you, so we didn't think you were interested, and I was like, oh, sick. Yeah, <laughs> that's brutal, man. That's, um, like, there's a, it's, I, I guess it's so different here in Australia, like, the way college and uni and things are set up here, like, in US, 100%. it's, um, like, I know myself for a while, I was looking at going to college in the US, and it's just such a different world. Like, the amount of opportunities sporting-wise there are, that's incredible from you, like, you just telling us that such big-name colleges were after you. Um, that's, uh, if you had your time again, would you have gone the football route? Yeah, I probably would have taken it more seriously also, because I just, I hated lifting weights, but I knew yeah. I was, my biggest thing, I was so smart. Yeah. On the football field, yeah, that it kind of shot me in the foot because I was like, oh, I don't really need to work out lifting your weight, so I'd get lazy, and all my friends would be lifting. Yeah, and it pays off at the end of the day. It does a hundred percent. Those like one percenters kind of they add up quickly, don't they? Oh, you'd be surprised. But even the high school that I went to, like you guys were saying, the biggest difference that I've noticed from the U.S. to Australia is you guys do more club sports. Yeah. Not yeah. As in high school compete against each other if that makes sense yeah 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 whereas in like it's more pride to play for your high school i guess when you play a different like a rival city yeah for sure i i like that as well the way that you've kind of and the way the colleges are set up with the div one div two sports and all the rest um you really get exposure to such a high level and like the pathways that are offered like especially i guess going back to basketball like, it, the pathway's so clear. Oh, it, it's 100%. Like, now now it's gotten, a, it's gotten a lot different with, like, YouTube and kids just trying to show off. I yeah. think a little more than before, whereas in before you kind of see kids play more as a team basketball, but now you can definitely tell kids that stick out, stick out, no matter what. Yeah. Gilly, would you say that the fanfare around the college sports and the high school sports in America... Um, is more than that of, say, the professional leagues such as the NBA and, uh, I guess, NFL and whatnot. I guess from Australia, we see the college sports and we see the support that it gets and I guess we, yeah, we don't really understand what that's like, to be honest. So can you give us some insight into that? Yeah, um, so it's it's a little bit different. I guess you, I would say it, it all depends where you live. Like, I know in Boston, we have Boston College, we have Boston University, but BC, it like, it's on and off of Boston College. There'll be years that in college basketball, they'll beat Virginia, they'll beat North Carolina, and then there'll be years that they go defeated in the ACC. Yeah. yeah. So it's so hit or miss, but in Boston, I would say it's more around the Celtics. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's live or die with the Celtics. 
you see you see you see most of the players sometimes when you go out like there was a stage where Marcus Smart was struggling a little bit. Mm. I go out on a Friday night and I see him out on a Friday night and he'd be playing on next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, now that just sounds crazy to us, doesn't it? It does. Uh, it, it's nuts. It's very, very different. But if you live in, I think, like the Kentucky, Carolinas, where you actually, your university dominates, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's a whole different atmosphere. Like, I know kids growing up in high school that were saying, oh, I just kind of want to go to a big university just to experience what it's like going to a basketball arena. Yeah. Like, that would be unreal. I always told my little brother, I was like, if we ever got the chance to buy tickets, I would want to go to a North Carolina Duke game. Oh, just to experience the atmosphere. It's incredible, isn't it? And, and, as Roy was just saying, like, the atmosphere is better than a lot of NBA games. Like, this is oh, such a high, incredible level. I think it's because... Like, when you go to a college game, it turns into an all-day event. Yeah. Yes. No matter yeah. what you're watching, like, college, college basketball and football, no matter what all-day events, where kids would, like, tailgate, they'll have their drinks out, families would be having barbecues right outside of the universities, and then basically kids would just be drinking, 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 and then you get free tickets to the game as a student, so why mm. wouldn't you want to go support? Yeah. 100%. And like Gilly said, so much pride comes with these colleges over there. Do you, do, you, do you miss being in the US, Gilly? I was just going to ask you about that, like the comparisons. I guess what what's the biggest difference for you at the minute um, coming from the US to Australia? What's the biggest difference between the two countries? Well, you guys have hot pies. <laughs> hot pies. <laughs> That's the main one. We do love a good hot pie. We do. Yeah, like the first, what was it? When I first moved to Tassie three years ago and I worked at Banjos for like the start of the season before I moved to Sydney, a customer came in and she was like, can you just get me a, a regular pie? So I went over to like, the, I guess you guys call them the tart section and I grabbed her a strawberry tart. And I was like, what are you doing? What, what is this? And I was like, you asked for a pie. So for us, it's like, you have strawberry pies, like raspberry pies are like that. Nobody has like meat pies like you guys do here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's no, unbelievable. Definitely, yeah, definitely miss being home sometimes. You, it's, it's just different. Each place has its own like identity, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Are you? Are you? So at the minute, we just I just mentioned before we got you on the line how you're currently in the Gold Coast. Um, yeah. For all of our listeners out there, that's in the state of Queensland, right on the beach. Beautiful spot, sunny. Uh, are you enjoying it there at the minute? Oh, I'm currently sitting outside in the sun, talking uh, to you guys. Oh, living the dream. We've had... Terrified to go back down to Tassie for the <laughs> So you should be. We had torrential rain here last week. It's about nine degrees down here today. Um, some something for you to look forward to. Yeah, I know it's about twenty right now. Yeah, that's and nice. It hasn't rained. I don't know how long it's been since it's rained. <laughs> yeah. No, well, mate, get came. Make sure to pack a couple of extra jumpers. That's going to be something else. <laughs> You'll love it. Um, just quickly, back on back on uh, bowl for this year. Um, what do you think of the uh, format down in Orlando? Like, do you in, do you like the idea of the plane format? Well, realistically, I think it's the best thing they could have done, in in my opinion. Because I like growing up when you play AAU, Orlando's your where you play finals. Yeah, and mm. it's probably the Milk House probably has one of the best setups where they have like six courts there. Okay. And then basically it's just one massive arena that they'll have the NBA. But I think it's going to be interesting how they did just with a certain amount of teams. Yeah. Because if it would have been the whole league, I think it just would have been too tough to fit that many games in. Do you think they've gone too many with 22? Mm, not necessarily because I think you still want to stretch it out. You still need a Basically, the TV rights still need to make their money. Exactly. So the players get their contracts. So I think 22 would be a good number. Yeah. Because anything below that would be too difficult. But in my opinion, I think they reach for 22 because they try to sneak Zion into the playoffs. <laughs> that's yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've, we discussed this between us off air. And, like, that's, that's huge, isn't it? He's such... We are just talking about the 2K cover, uh, the next gem with him on it. And, like, he's such a cash cow, isn't he? He's, um... uh, it's it's crazy because in my opinion I was like oh you guys are really going to try to put the Pelicans in there out of all teams at mm. the moment 
Do you, do you think, do you give, well, at the minute, we've got the Grizzlies in the eighth seed, Blazers ninth seed. Um, who, who is your pick in the West? Do you think they'll, who will get that playing spot? As a dark horse or, or get the playing spot? I, I just don't see any, the Blazers are hard to beat because it's so hard to go against McCulloch and Lindwood. Yeah. 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 In yeah. my opinion. Like, guard-wise, it's difficult to bet against them just... Just because you never know when Lula's going to turn it on. The Particularly only... with Nurkic and um, Collins, Collins returning as well. They're going to be a tough team to, to get over the top of. Exactly. Although I do like the Pelicans have the easiest schedule remaining. Um, mm. it, it's, it's certainly going to be an interesting battle. On that, who's your, the, who's your overall pick for the title? Oh, I can't go any other way. I'd go with the Celtics. That's Good. Right. Yes. No, matter, no matter what... It, I can't say as much as I think the Lakers will win. I'll never say the Lakers will win because I absolutely hate the Lakers. <laughs> what that, a, that's that, fair enough. That is fair. What What have you made of the Celtics' season um, thus far, Gilly? I think it's very interesting compared to last year how one player can play such a role for everyone else. Yep. Was in last year having Kyrie basically like Kyrie on. Unf- unreal player but as like a leader and a team player I think it was a little bit more difficult and then this year you bring in Kemba who's used to guiding young kids yes. or young guys that basically the Celtics are filled with and he, I think he's done a phenomenal job just leading them because basically when he was playing for the Bobcats it was a, well Charlotte was a completely different team like he was yeah. leading teams and they were always struggling well he has good ta- like unbelievable talent around him this year and he's leading them really well and he's, n- he's not required to do everything in Boston which is nice like he doesn't have quite that pressure on him and just do you want to mention how what did you think of Jason Tatum just before the league went on hiatus he was he was like a new player he's a top five player in the league for that stretch after the all-star break Oh, he he just looks he's, his game is so smooth. I remember watching him because I went to the Peach Jam when I was still in the U.S. when he was in high school just to watch the AU games, and I seen him play in the Peach Jam. And his his game is just so smooth all around. He doesn't really look like he's forcing much. Yeah, he just lets the game just play through him. And I find that he he just looks very well. His and now he's improved his jump shot a lot, and it just looks so smooth. He's a really well-rounded player, isn't he? And I guess for the Celtics, it's nice to have such young stars with himself and Jalen Brown, um, Daniel Tice, Romeo Langford. Like, you've got a a nice young core, as well as you've got the experience with Kemba and Haywood, um, Smart. Like, it's a nicely well-rounded team. Yeah, there's not a lot of individualism on that team. That's no. the thing that I really like about it the most. It's it's a really a team. It's their team. Like they swing the ball, they find who the open man is. Whoever's hot that night is going to be hot that night. We spoke about the other week. Um, as a Boston man, how would you feel about this? So, would you be looking in the center position? Um, I know that's where a lot of people think the only upgrade needs to come. Would you continue to keep Tice as your starting centre and nurture his development or would you look to like we mentioned them potentially picking up someone like a uh, a white side or but um, getting rid of maybe a Haywood or someone yeah like another high calibre centre do you think they should go for a well known star or continue to develop Tice it would depend I think who the well known star is because Tice sort of does the dirty work yes yes Mm-hmm. And, like, I think, in my opinion, sometimes he does a little bit more of the dirty work, even though Cantor does get in there and he'll body, body, bodies around whenever he needs to. But I feel like Tice, no matter what, you know what you're going to get out of him. It's just, like, your 20 minutes, your 16 minutes that he's going to be up and down the floor, 100% energy. Yeah. Which is kind of difficult for you to bring in a high-caliber player because at the same time, you have to balance that high-caliber center with Cantor that basically going to be clashing who wants the more minutes. Yeah, exactly. And Tice has the ability to knock down as well, um, more yeah, so than other centers. Um, and like we spoke about the potential for like a, say, a Hassan Whiteside trade, um, but then you also bring in the personality clashes, mm. uh, things like that. So I think we kind yeah. of agreed the idea of keeping Tice as your number one and like having suitable pieces around him is probably the way to go as well. Oh, I agree with that. That's the best way. Just because 
it's so much easier having a center that you can pick and pop or pick and roll. You can sort of choose what you want to run off of him. Yeah. And all the guys in the Celtics can use – most of the guys can shoot. So it's so much easier to run in plays, except when you have a white side that he wants the ball in the post kind of clogs up a lot of people's abilities like Jalen Brown to attack. Yes. Kemba's ability to get to the, to the rim. Yep. Yep, without a doubt. Not to mention that Whiteside has shown at times that he's not the most reliable big man and, you know, sometimes his personality can, you know, outshine the other players on his team and I don't think I don't think at this stage that Boston necessarily needs something like that. Um, so yeah, I agree. perhaps ride out Tice for the time being and who knows, it could even result in, you know, a deep deep playoff run. Who knows? On that deep playoff run, Gilly. So we've had the Bucks uh, phenomenal this year, like last year. Giannis looks set to be crowned um, back-to-back MVP. Do you, do you give the Celtics a, a chance against the Bucks? It, it depends what Bucks team you get, sort of. Because Bucks are hit and miss. There's times that the Bucks look phenomenal even without Giannis, and then there's times that look like they're struggling to. To beat the lowest of the seas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, like I know they struggled against Charlotte um, a bit this year, and other games, like without Giannis, they do look a little bit lost. Mm. But then there's games even without Giannis that they'll blow teams out by forty, and you're like, where's this team? If they just add Giannis to the mix and allow everybody else to play comfortably the way that they do when he's not on the court, then I think they're a very dangerous team. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, are you? July thirtieth. We're only a couple of weeks away. Um, what do, is it? It's the end of July. You're coming to Tassie, isn't it? Like it's around that July thirtieth mark, isn't it? Yeah, around like I think we sh- we're aiming to try to get down to Tassie around the twenty fifth, the twenty sixth, because that way I can probably play the following week. Yep, yep. But it all depends on how the borders open. If the borders will open next week, then we try to come down by next week. In terms of you, like, so were you? I know this year, um, back onto the soccer front in the Tassie MPL, the league you'll be playing. Um, it's it's meant to be a fourteen round season. Yeah. So in terms of your um, movements after the season, will you be staying in Tassie? Do you think, or do you think you'll be um, potentially back uh, interstate? Or uh, I think personally, I'll probably end up going back into state. I've had fun while I've been in Australia, but. I kind of want to enjoy a little bit of the states, and like you guys said, it'd be good to go home and catch some games. While yeah, for sure. As soon as I got back, depending how the league plays out, how it finishes it off. Yeah. Probably by next winter, the league's back to normal. Everyone's playing at home. There's nothing better than going home and watching the Celtics games. Oh, without a doubt, mm. something we're only dreaming of at the minute. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, if I'm home, you guys, you know my door is always open. You're more than welcome to come catch a few games. I will take you up on that, brother. I do appreciate <laughs> that. Do uh, um, just quickly, so I want to have a little uh, rapid fire round with you. A couple of quick questions, quick answers. Going to be coming at you real quick, okay? Yeah. Okay. Favorite player in the league? Favorite player? Uh, probably Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker, beautiful. Finals MVP this year. LeBron, that's a good call. Uh, McDonald's or KFC? KFC. Yes. yes. <laughs> New York or LA? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sports or the city? Uh, the city. Uh, then probably New York. New York. Australia or US? <laughs> US. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Basketball or football? Basketball. My man, love it. Gilly, just before we go, I just want to... Um, so I know you're doing a lot of things at the minute with your um, page. Everyone go check it out, Adventures of a Flying Pig. Um, a food blogging page. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, that that sort of started when I was in uni with my little brother. I would... Uh, we would basically, I would Uber. If I had some money saved up, we'd go out to eat went to different restaurants, trying new places out, and it turned to us, like, having written it down. I have an Excel sheet of basically all the places we started going with, and then when I was doing Uber, I would print it out, and I laminate it, and when people were, tourists would come by, and I was Ubering, they are like, do you have any recommendations of places to eat? 
I would just pull up like what I'd call the adventures of a flying pig. And then someone was like, I wish you had some pictures so we can sort of see the food that was going through it. And then little time I was like, oh, maybe I'll try to create this this page on Instagram and just add some pictures and just do it for fun, which ended up turning into something a lot bigger when I moved into Sydney, when I met people like George and Kira that do it full time. I was like, well, this is what you guys do for a living. So they were like, yeah. So what happened when I lived in Sydney, I think almost every other day, I would go out to eat for brunch and it was free just because you would go out, take pictures for the restaurant or the cafe you were going to. And you, as long as you post for them, they were more than happy. Yeah. So it blew up in that sense. But it wasn't anything that I intended to do. It was something I just did for fun. Yeah. But yeah. now I just try to do it as much as I can because I still enjoy going out to eat. And then I did it a few times here in the Gold Coast, but I've shied away from it for a little bit, not going to lie, even though my missus would probably kill me because we've been <laughs> on the punt quite a bit. <laughs> that'll, that'll get you. <laughs> so I stayed away from it a bit, but I, I'm going to be back because when we get back to Tassie, there's so many places we want to visit and go out to eat to. Yeah, certainly. That I want to definitely showcase what's down there. And we, So what we're going to do during the week, we'll um, put something up, getting people to go check it out. What Gilly's doing... Uh, his page again, Adventures of a Flying Pig. Um, it really is showcasing the best that um, these particular cities have to offer. And, uh, yeah, you do a hell of a job. And, yeah, it's awesome stuff to see. Um, so we'll, we'll share that during the week. Uh, just quickly before we go, man, I'd like to really thank you for coming on today. Mm. Um, and we'll no doubt, we'll get you on soon for sure. We've loved doing this with you. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it being here with you guys it's an honor i always try to catch in every week that you guys drop oh, especially legend. when the season was going it was the best way to do it just keep everything up to date because when you're playing it's kind of hard to just keep up to date with basketball with football wherever you are or even when my little brother's playing i try to keep up with him but mm. tuning in to you guys it makes things a lot easier just because it's you know it's up to date you know what's going on basically the, the hottest tips are going around yeah <laughs> without a Very doubt man. we really appreciate that what we'll do, we'll let you go now, man, but uh, I will talk to you soon. Um, and Easy. we'll, we'll uh, we look forward to getting you back on soon. Yeah, of course. When I'm down, we'll definitely have to catch around, catch a few games. We I'm will. be at the house most of the time. You guys are more than welcome to come join if you want to run away from your missus. <laughs> without a doubt, my man, without a doubt. Annabelle, I'm sorry, don't kill me. <laughs> Hopefully she's uh, decided to miss this episode. But um, <laughs> thank you once again for coming on, man. Easy. Thank I'll, you. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Sounds good. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, Bye. Gilly. See you, Gilly. Bye. Excellent. And there he is, there Gilly DeSouza. What a legend. There we go. Gilles. We've um, thanks for coming on, mate. That he, was uh, he's um incredibly knowledgeable when yeah, it comes to the NBA. Yeah. He, we might need a um fourth host on you, here shortly. My word, we might. And it's yeah. nice having like a bloke who's um. Like, he's been in such a big city and yeah, like around all this sport. To. And, like, the fact that, you know, mates with Nerl and Noel, been out to the clubs and seen Jalen Brown. Like, um, that just sounds crazy. When I heard that, I was like, what? Like, from Tassie, that just sounds crazy. It doesn't sound real, does it? No. Seeing so, Jason Tatum play. Jesus. Brilliant. Thank you once again, Gillian. As I said, we'll plug it during the week on our socials, but check out his food blogging page, Adventures of a Flying Pig, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, doing wicked stuff there and... Yeah, looking forward to seeing him down in Tassie in a couple of weeks' time. Absolutely. We'll have to get him on a podcast around here, I reckon. We will. Um, he, yeah. uh, he will Chuck love him it. on the mic. He will love it. Uh, we'll move on, fellas. We'll move on. We've still got top five to go. And with our, I guess, Independence Day 4th of July themed episode, yep. uh, this week's top five will be top five states slash places in America you want to visit. Visit. Okay, visit, not live. That's, that's visit. Okay, okay. Visit. Now, I've been to America, you so there been. could be a few repeats of places I've already been to, but Absolutely. we'll that's see all how right. we go. Well, in that case, Ro, do you want to kick us off with your number five pick? Number five pick, I would say um, it's, a, it's actually a place that I haven't been to, and it's a place that would be very close, obviously, to Gilly's heart, as we were just speaking to him. Love to go to Boston. Yeah. Um, Last time we went to America in 2016, didn't quite make our way there, which I was a bit, a bit disappointed with. Um, 
in saying that, we did go to a fair few places, but just the the sports culture, um, the and the basketball culture in particular. As Gilly was saying, a lot of the a lot of the people who reside in Boston are massive um, Boston Celtics fans and probably New England Patriots. I would have Red thought Sox as well. As Red well. Sox. Um, City steeped in just sporting history. Yeah, just got a lot. Yeah, as you said, just got a lot of history behind it, and yeah, certainly a place that. Um, if I go back to America in the future, I'll make sure I chuck on my um, travel list. Excellent. Well, my number five pick, uh, I've gone the Big Apple, New York. Mm. Yeah. No trip probably complete without a visit. Yeah. Um, in particular, just to say all those historic landmarks, the Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty, Times Square. Uh, I'd also like to, though, incorporate into this trip uh, a little bit of a suss out of the Hamptons. Okay. See, okay. See You're the, a bit fancy, aren't you? No, just see, you know, how the rich and famous live. Um, yeah, try and make a couple of famous. rich friends. That's the way to go. So, yeah, number five, New York for myself. Lee? Um, I've got a place that's not technically um, connected to the States, but it is off the States. It's um, Hawaii. Mm. It's just um, who wouldn't want to go there? Aloha, baby. It's um, it's probably disrespectful disrespectful to be at my five spot probably should be lower but yeah just chuck the um chuck the seaweed um hoops on what are they called what are those skirts the, called are the i don't know, I know the lays of the necklaces the flower necklaces of yeah dresses that, i don't know get but, some uh, coconut drinks that's the way to go coconut bra as well yeah i reckon so good stuff number five for lee hawaii Roy, take her away with yeah. number four number four I want to go to this place because one of my favourite movies is set there, and that's Montauk. Um, Where's that? I don't know. Montauk, I think it's sort of down from Long Island, um, if I'm not mistaken. It, yeah, it might be near the Hamptons as well. I'm not, I'm not around used, that area? Yeah, around that area. Um, but, yeah, my favourite movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I've wanted to go there for a long time. Um, the look, the looks of, like, the the beach houses you know right on the water um i don't know it's just something that yeah right uh, right at the end of the hamptons there yeah yep yep. looks like a place where if you had the money to live there geez you'd you wouldn't muck around in buying a bit of property um but yeah i'd love to go there do you see it's arising in your uh Bank balance outlook anytime soon. Uh, I've got a house build coming up, and no, I don't. Not in Montauk. <laughs> it's not in Montauk. <laughs> yeah. uh, number four for myself. Got Miami. Mm-hmm. Beautiful place. Yep. Beautiful people. Um, I can certainly see see myself and Jimmy Butler hanging out on Miami Beach together. <laughs> um, I just think it'd be awesome. Uh, Warren in Florida, I reckon it'd be cool to take a trip up to Cape Canaveral. Um, have a look. You know where the, the space rockets launch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Miami Beach, I think I could see myself spending quite a bit of time there. Yep. Yeah. Lee, um, number four? My number four is Las Vegas. Um, and like you said, I think it'd be criminal not to put Las Vegas in here. It's a, it's a big, shiny city, lights everywhere. You get pretty... A big, pretty, shiny city, I like that. You get, you're, you're going there and you're not remembering the night that you've had. Um, Would I'm you sure. be duplicating the hangover? Jeez, I don't know about the hangover. They got pretty, <laughs> pretty loose. Pretty loose, but yeah, yeah it's, that's my four, Las Vegas. Number three for me. Um, I've got Texas in general here. Yeah. Um, it's just a place. Like I think um, it's another place that I didn't quite make my way to last time. But um, it seems like there's a lot to do. It's a huge place. The food. Everything's bigger there, isn't it? It is. Um, and everything's bigger in America in general. <laughs> I can say that from experience. Um, even even the people. Sports. Um, yeah, it just doesn't seem to be much downside. And I think because I haven't been there, it's a place that I really want to go um, next time I go back. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, number three for myself, it's a little um, kind of slash one. I've got Vegas slash the Grand Canyon. Okay. Uh, Sin City. I reckon. Would you do some real damage? Commit there? some sins there, Nick. <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't rule it out of the question. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be hard to go there and not. Mm. But it's incredible that they've just plonked uh, such an incredible city right in the middle of a desert. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be awesome to check it out. Um, but unlike you, Lee, I think I would want to go and duplicate the hangover efforts. I reckon it'd be awesome Jeez. just going and running an absolute muck. Uh, but as well, the Grand Canyon, it is truly incredible from mm. everything I've heard and seen. Mm. And I think it'd just be pretty 
awesome to see it in, in person and put it really into perspective. Mm. Um, yeah, so Vegas and Grand Canyon, my number three. Good one. Perfect. You said um, Miami. I've, I've gone a bit broader, and I've put my number three as Florida. Yep. yep. Um, Miami, Orlando, Tampa, the Keys. That looks pretty yeah. insane. Um, it's just a... It's a whole other world down there. Isn't You're going it? down to the Everglades to hang out with the, the alligators? Jeez, I don't know about that, but I um, went there and it was well worth the experience. Oh, did you? Yeah, down Maybe to I the will. Everglades. Yeah, did yeah, you? Yeah, it was oh, great. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, make sure you <laughs> make sure you make a trip if you head over there. No, yeah, it's amazing. No, I like that pick from you, lad. Encompasses a lot, doesn't it? It does. You going to Disney World then? Yeah, no doubt. It's Harry Potter World or. Um, maybe yeah. it might make my schedule. Yeah, it's well worth it. <laughs> You're a busy man. Pe- busy places man. to be, people to see. <laughs> um, number two for you, right? Number two could have easily been my number one, um, but it's San Francisco. Um, again, went there last time. I went over to America. Loved every second of it. Wish we had been there longer. Only stayed, oh, I think, a bit less than a week in the end. Yeah. Um, it's just got a really cool feel to it. Down down by the pier, which. Actually, I saw on the news it got burnt. Uh, a lot of that pier actually got wow. burnt um, not too long ago, which is a real shame. Um, but, yeah, just really fond memories of San Francisco. When we left America last time, it was one of the main places that I would have loved to return to. Nobody seems to have a bad word, do they? No, it's, and and rightly so. You know, we rode our bikes over the Golden Gate Bridge, and I know it's yeah. a very touristy thing to do, but it, it was amazing and would love to head back Um you know, one day soon. Yeah, definitely. Um, my number two, uh, Lee had it before and he said it could have been a bit higher. Uh, I've gone Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's just a, just a perfect chill vacation, isn't it? Sun, beach, um, just living your best life there. I think it would be awesome to spend a bit of time there um, and just see that everything the island has to offer, mm-hmm. or the islands, should mm-hmm. I say. Mm. I won't muck around on that one. Lee, yep. number two for yourself? My number two is um, none other than Los Angeles. Yep. Um, anywhere from, you know, I, I really find Calabasas pretty interesting. That's where a lot of the massive stars live, mm. you know, the Smiths, mm. um, Kardashians, but also, obviously, um, the Santa Monica Pier yep. and Hollywood, obviously. So many iconic locations, isn't there, like in and LA like, and California? And so many of like the names I follow, the social media followers, yep. com- uh, comedians and actors, it's all in LA. Like. It's a shame you can't get right up to the Hollywood sign now, hey? Like, mm, right. Yeah. Uh, you can go up to the, um, uh, I think it's like the Run Runyon um, track or something yep. along those lines. It's in the, it's in the hills. Um, worth you jumping can, the fence to get over? Uh, probably not. Not worth no, it? No, okay. no, I don't Hefty think so. Fine. Yeah, you'd be out of pocket for sure. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good, another good place. Um, Take her away with your number one road. Number one pick. So we went to, well, it's New York, and yep. we went to New York for about a week last time. Little did we know once we left New York that it was probably a good four or five weeks shorter of what you really need in yeah. New York. Um, when we left there, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. It was just so different, and it almost feels like you're on a different planet at times you know, due to the people that you encounter on the street and the things that, you know, are on random corners. And yeah. um, it's like a whole a whole different place. Um, but, yeah, you definitely need, you definitely need, you know, at least a month to to uncover it all. We probably only made it through, you know, you know a few, <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like much. Um, but did you get all the like the big touristy things done, like Statue of Liberty? Yeah, we did. Um, we we went there and we went to like the the Rockefeller Building. Yeah. Uh, went to that ice skating rink, yeah. Times Square sort of thing. So Ro got on the Times Square big screen, didn't he? I got on the did top. You? Yeah, I Might got on the big chuck screen. That up that, on the Instagram. That was quite fun. Yeah. <laughs> I made sure I got my head in there. Just and he just made so sure I... he got a phone. I saw his little phone <laughs> just peeking up. At Good stuff. No, yeah, you got to do it. But um, I think along with San Francisco, those are the two places, um, New York and San Fran, that I desperately want to go back to one day yeah. and I've had withdrawal issues ever since I left those two places they're absolutely amazing well worth it definitely well um, my number one ties in with that I've gone like LA California but like those 
certainly, but San Francisco as well. Yeah. Um, yep. It's like a tech capital capital of the world now. Mm. Um, Silicon lo- Valley. Silicon Valley, that's mm. it. I'd love to go to the Golden Gate Bridge as well. I'd love yep. to yeah. do the ride over and things like that, real touristy things. But I, um, I read a book a few years ago, and it was about this runner, ultra marathon runner, and he was just telling the story of how one night, at night, uh, just ran across the Golden Gate Bridge, and he said it was just, just beautiful, so picturesque, yeah. looking mm. over the city at night. Um, I have a vision of doing that myself. Mm. I reckon it would be phenomenal. Um, I'd love to go, you know, Hollywood, do all the touristy things there. I'd also love to, um, I was, it's since ended, but I was doing an apprenticeship in horticulture. I uh, did a bit of work on like vineyards and things like that, so I'd love to go for a trip up the Napa Valley. Mm. I reckon it would... Uh, Aren't you fancy? Yeah, very fancy. <laughs> but I reckon it'd be pretty cool to see that, and it's meant to be so picturesque. Did you get there yourself, right? Didn't get to Napa Valley. Not a big uh, wine man? I'm, I'm not a wine not man. Not a but... huge wine man, but I've heard it's you yeah. know it's a great place to go regardless. But um, I'm sure if we went, we could uh, find a... Just find something we liked up there. I can just picture you heading on up there with your beret and long... doing doing the swirl of the glasses uh, <laughs> with your long Sherlock Holmes jacket Mike, on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, Michael Jordan beret <laughs> thing type happening there. Yes, very much so. But yeah, I think that would be brilliant. Lee, your number one. My number one is also the concrete jungle, New York. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, just basically for the same reasons as Rose said, it's pretty much the polar opposite of what we have down here. Um, <laughs> the people you'd meet—not that I've been there—but it just seems. Oh, you'd meet some characters. You, you do. You yeah. do. No, yeah. I'm just saying. Not that I've actually been to New York, but it'd just be, um, just be crazy to go there. Yeah, it's so busy. So just. Yeah insanely like you never miss anything over there the thing that never sleeps the thing with new york is that i feel like you could be there for months on end and you still wouldn't see the half of it Mm -hmm. like you need even those who have lived there probably haven't you know seen you know the majority of it to be honest with you but um yeah, amazing place. We'll run through them real quickly. Your top five. Jeez, I'll need to get a okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go then. So my top five, number five, New York. Number four, Miami. Number three, uh, Las Vegas with the Grand Canyon included. Mm-hmm. Number two, Hawaii. And number one, uh, LA, San Francisco, and yep. I guess the entirety of California. Yep. So my list was five, Boston. Uh, four, Long Beach slash uh, Montauk. Um, three Texas, two San Francisco, and one the Big Apple, New York. Good stuff. Mine was five Hawaii, four Las Vegas, three Florida, two Los Angeles, and one uh, New York City. Beautiful. There rounds up another edition of Top Five, guys. We will next week. We'll be back with Entertainment Weekly. Top Five will have a break, but the following week uh, we'll pose the question to our listeners out there. So I would love mm. to hear your suggestions for what Top Five you'd like us to cover. Um, before we move on for that love to uh, we've just spoke about the places we'd love to go we will absolutely be taking you up Gilly sometime soon on your offer there <laughs> yeah. um, love to go to Beantown so Got thank you for that uh, that warm invitation uh, fellas we've gee, another edition just about in the back mm. big episode, episode it was episode 39 if I'm not mistaken so we're running through them that was one of my favourite episodes to be honest to get that insight from Gilly yeah we don't have that very often down here in little old Tassie, so it was much appreciated. It certainly was. So a big thank you, Gilly, for coming on. Going to look to, hopefully, in the coming weeks. Um, we've had a lot going on, not only with ourselves working and doing all manner of things, but also growing the podcast. Um, but we're hoping to, in the coming weeks, months or two, get some more guests on. Mm. Um, so there's something to look forward to. A lot of new segments, different things in the works. Um it's exciting times for the Daily Dribble, isn't it, fellas? It is. Yeah. Maybe some collabs as well. Without a doubt. Podcasts. And, you know, like we are talking about having some guests on, we're always open to expressions of interest. Yeah. Um, we love people who love talking about basketball. So if you, f- if you feel like you've got something to say, give us a cheeky DM and we'll, we'll try and fit you into the, um, to one of the future podcasts. Absolutely, fellas. But, uh, oh, before we go, continue, guys, to stay up to date with our socials. Um, you can find us under the name The Daily Dribble on all major platforms, as well as I'll put the link or the, yeah, I guess the link in there during the week. Check out Gilly, um, his personal page, Gilly DeSouza, as well as 
um, his food blogging page, mm. Adventures of a Flying Pig. Love the name, by the way. Yeah, I enjoy it too. It's good. It's quite catchy. It is. It is. Doing good stuff there. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with another big episode as we edge slowly but surely closer back to seeing some uh, ball on our on our screens. Can't wait. This is uh, this is Lee signing out. I'll see you next week, guys. Radio guys. Catch you later. Beautiful guys. Take it easy, look after one another, and we will talk to you soon. Love you, bye. Shout out to Daily Chip, that was true. You gon' have to go ahead and see what they knew. That was all the time, it ain't no romance if he knows. We gon' make it drop, 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 time.